A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Might even figure out what's going on, maybe. My name is Joe. I'm joined, as always, by Wheels. What's going on, Wheels? Not a lot. Usually I remember when you when it's your turn to do the intro, I remember to think of some like joke to say when you <laughs> ask me, but I didn't even consider it at all, so here I am. Hello. Hello. Great. Welcome to the show. Uh... I was going to say it's going to be an exciting one today, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> um, God, I, I also don't really have any jokes prepared. Um, we could we could say things and we could be like, yar, comedy there, ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> there are some really interesting line line deliveries uh, in, in Port Royal. Um Mainly just really uninspired yar <laughs> and hey. <laughs> yeah, there's from, a uh, lot of there's a lot of everybody's favorite Barbosa letting out <laughs> a few his. Yeah, it's very solid. Halfway through um, watching this, I started writing Barbasol in my notes instead. Uh. Um, so that's that's my joke for the day. That's my only joke. Um, so before we get there, I guess we Jet Monkey HD makes a couple pit stops. That I guess we should briefly talk about because it's canon. I guess it's canon. It is. The first thing that we we find is that there's a, a new tournament available at the the underworld underdrome. The underdrome. So if you uh, when you revisit the Colosseum, you go down to the underworld. You get this short little cutscene. Um, where they're like, well, there's no Heartless or, or nobodies around, so I guess things are okay. But wait a minute, what the fuck is that in the distance? And it's this giant uh, stadium-looking thing. It, the it's aesthetic probably... of it is really cool. It's sort of like, uh, it's it's less traditional underworld aesthetic and more cyberpunk <laughs> underworld, almost. Like, like uh, neo-biker aesthetic. Uh-huh. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it also looks just like a JPEG in the distance. <laughs> but uh, um, they're like, what the fuck is that? And Orin walks up and is like, that's the Underdrome. It explains that it was, you know, this super disastrous coliseum and it was locked up, but someone must have unlocked it. And so I was like, well, what fucking idiot did that? <laughs> he literally says, well, he says, how did it get unlocked? And Oren says, some fool must have broken the seal. And he literally says, what an idiot, which is so, <laughs> which is so not Sora. And it helps that it's not a voiced cutscene in which it's just, it's just text, mm-hmm. but Sora voice, what an idiot is just <laughs> an impo- Like I can't rectify, I can't imagine what Haley Joel Osment doing the Sora voice and saying, what an idiot. I just can't reconcile those two ideas in my brain. 
what a fucking idiot. Um, I, I think it's it's better that it's him who did it also. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, so JetMonkey HD immediately rises to the challenge. Um, there's only one tournament available right now, the Pain and Panic Cup. Uh, just a bunch of Heartless, and then Leon and Yuffie, and then they win. They do, and they get a trophy and a belt. It's great. Upward and onward. Uh, actually, downward, um, because the next stop is sea. is that. Yeah, is this the? Are we gonna do the thing where we sing? Nope. Great. <laughs> Someone like a million years ago suggested that we we do that, and I'm sorry, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just too hard. It's just too darn hard. We'd have to like rehearse. Just you know, it's it's hard enough to press the buttons at the right time. <laughs> the idea of putting that much effort into this show is 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 is. Is laughable. What an <laughs> idiot would do something like that. Yeah, that would be. We we always joke about Patreon reward tiers. I feel like that would be a pretty high one. That would be very good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, we see Ariel a flopping near the shore. Um. She says, "Man, the night sky is so beautiful after a storm." Oh, look, a man floating. And then she goes, "I have." Uh, no recollection of what the man's name is, so he is just uh, written as dude I, in I, every... <laughs> His name's Eric. It's Prince Eric. I only know that because I have a friend um, named Leo Camacho who looks exactly like him and is now a professional cosplayer uh, for for him and other, other Disney things. Um, this random-ass dude is a prince? Yeah. That's like the whole plot of the film! <laughs> Have you not seen the film? I don't. I guess I don't blame you. But I'm, I'm sure I have, but like, I would have been a child. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He just looks like a dude, though. Oh yeah, he's just a dude. Like typically, if it's a Disney thing and it's like a prince, they're like, put a feather on that motherfucker or something, <laughs> you know? Like, like deck the dude out at least. This guy is just wearing like a white button up and some jeans, like. That ain't princely. Um, I mean, I also haven't seen the film in a long time, so it may or very well may be that he becomes a prince by marriage. But uh, I just, you know, the the name Prince Eric is in my head, so it's it's Prince uh-huh. Eric. Um, but yeah, it is just just a dude. Um, so she sees him floating on uh, a piece of cardboard, very Indo Titanic style, and mm-hmm. takes him up to shore, sings this this sweet acapella jam to him. Um, I think it's part of your world. And he's like sort of alive, it seems. And then when he wakes up for real, she's gone. And he's like, I rem- your voice, it was good. And then he, there's a couple scenes where he just sort of yells at the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he, rec- he remembers her voice and he's like, I'm gonna I want that. find you. <laughs> I want that, whatever it was. May or may not have been real. We also see Ursula's eel pals looking menacingly off in the distance at Prince Eric. Then Goof Troop arrive in the ocean. <laughs> they fucking just materialize. I don't know. I, I've been watching the theater mode of Kingdom Hearts 1 with Carly, my fiance, and... Like, they try to do... It's like at the beginning of that game, they try to make it make... Like, at the beginning of uh, Wonderland, like, it shows them, like, floating down 
Mm-hmm. into it and then after that they just give up it's just like sure they're here who knows like where did they dock the gummy ship like these are questions we've never asked like uh, is it I, just I always just assumed based on the the conversation around atlantico is that donald just sort of magics them inside i think i don't think they tried to make it make sense with wonderland so much as it was the first one and they wanted to do a falling down the rabbit hole bit that's fair um, but where is the gummy ship during all of this? Is it like just in orbit and they can like teleport to it? I I mean I guess. Are we get are we going back to our roots now to to really get into the the I physics? I just need to know and the mechanics. Um. A- anyway, where do they put that monkey butt? We'll never know. Um. Or also, my notes also say return of turtle goof. Um. Oh yeah, they're back to their fishy forms. Fishy forms, yeah. Um, so there's this quick bit where Ariel and Sebastian, and I think Flounder's also there, swims up, teaches them how to swim. Um, I find the jokes that they already forgot how to swim funny, mainly because it controls completely differently in this game. Um, but, uh, (laughs) Sebastian asks them to join the musical and why the fuck not? There's nothing else to do here. He also says, please say yes. Ariel's been acting weird lately, but she might settle down and practice if you're around. They decide it sounds like fun, so they, they play a rhythm game. They shake a fin. They have some finny fun. Mm-hmm. This song's not good. <laughs> no. Is this actually in the movie? Because this no. is bad. No, this is this is one of the few that are like specific to this this game. It ain't great. It's not solid at all. <laughs> it's actually like it's very liquid. Um, but they, there's a bit at the end where you can hear Donald and Goofy sing along, but I don't think Sora's in this one at all, which is fine. No. Um, there's a joke after they're done that Donald wants more lines and basically just, I think Ariel pretends like she didn't hear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you should when Donald Duck says, please let me sing more. You know, I have such a great voice. Ooh, that's, that's very Daffy Duck actually. That's true. Yeah. I'm getting uh, there. I'm like, I'm orbiting it. By the end of this show, I'll have it down if I just yeah. try it enough. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. uh, King Triton shows up and says, I sure hope there hasn't been a need to use that keyblade. He's like, sort of like, nah, I was just swinging around in the musical to light shit up. Yep. Being very responsible with my <laughs> with my great power. My, my weapon t- to banish the darkness. Um uh, Triton explains that he's worried about Ariel. She's she's longing for that surface life. Um, somehow we we cut back to 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 old Eric boy on the shore. Somehow hearing this song, and he just sort of yells at the ocean again. Um, it is wild it is- <laughs> how clear that song <laughs> echoes through presumably nautical miles to to reach this man who is. I guess just I guess just still here. Like I guess he has nothing better to do but just stand by the ocean. Uh that's the privilege of being a prince, I guess. Um I guess. I have not seen the film Shape of Water, so I will uh This is what this tr- is about, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't make any real jokes about it, but there's the material for you. Um it, it, yeah, it's it's the same movie. It's they yeah. just took Little Mermaid and changed the title and put it in theaters again yeah and and made it good (laughs) definitely kid friend (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot of positive kid friendly themes in the Mm -hmm. oscar winning film shape of water Um, guillermo del toro presents the little Little mermaid Mermaid. (laughs) 
Um, so that happens. Uh, Ariel does not feel like rehearsing because she's thinking about that that man with legs. And Flounder Flounder has an idea, and it's like, hey, there's. Does this mean she? Hold on. <laughs> bring it, bring it home, wheels. <laughs> I. Does this mean she's a furry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It 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 has to right because she's a fish, and he's like, he's not that. <laughs> well, all right. So does that make him? He certainly is a furry. <laughs> I mean, there's um, no question there. It just matters like how it works in reverse. Yeah. What like what's the ter- what's the terminology for? I have no idea. Cause skinny is real bad. <laughs> skinny, fleshy, F- fleshy. It's all bad. None of it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just now. I'm just thinking about that comic with the um. Where she gets like accidentally like eight legs instead of two. Ooh, what is this? <laughs> I don't that want sounds... to quote it on the show, but I'll, I'll send it to that you. This sounds Lovecraftian. It's good. I think Neil C. Sariga did a did a thing where he voiced it. I don't think he drew it. Oh, anyways, huh. it's uh that's a good joke there. Um, anyways, Flounder's like, hey, I know what'll cheer up. Um, a literal statue of this man that I found, uh, just over here by the shipwreck, which I guess we can presume is his. Um, because I think that's how the film starts. Is, is is it's his shipwreck that happens? But that's right. Anyways, you can't do it right now. You have to learn a new magic spell. So we leave. It's great. Yeah, you can't. He, they can't lift it until Sora learns magnet to be able to lift the thing. Yeah. So they leave. So now we go up above the sea to to a completely different world. Uh, up where it's drier. Above yeah. the sea. Up where it's drier, actually very dry, everyone is bones. Because um, <laughs> it's Port Royal, the the uh, pirates of the Caribbean world. Um, they get there. Y'all remember the- 2005 or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. This is, I don't like this world. <laughs> I don't think anybody has particularly strong feelings for this world. Um but I, I think I do less and less every time I think about it. It's also super like stupid and funny in places, which very quickly we'll see just large cartoony Pete conversing with Barbosa. I'm it's... sure that we're gonna end up feeling the same about some of the world. Like, <laughs> look, Big Hero Six. It's a really good movie. Uh, 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 what else is in Kingdom Hearts 3? I can't remember. But, like, are we really gonna remember Big Hero 6? Like, up there with the titans of, like, uh, classic Disney history? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's hard to say. I do really like Big Hero 6. It's a very good, it's a very and, good movie. And, and I think it will make an incredibly good world. Um, but, I mean, like, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, in... The, just... Once once Kingdom Hearts 3 is as old as Kingdom Hearts 2 is now, will we go back and play that game and be like, it's weird how they really thought Big Hero 6 was still going to be relevant this long after. I mean, that's possible. Um, I, it's it's definitely a bit different because, I mean, we, when we have these complaints, it's like the Chicken Little Summon, <laughs> like particularly yeah. mediocre source material. Um, I'm just mad that, like, they could have done so many other really good Jerry Bruckheimer films. We could have had a Top Gun 
film. <laughs> we could have uh, a Top Gun world. We could have had a Con Air world, his best film. Con um, Air I would, is rad. I would love to see Nicolas Cage in Kingdom Hearts. National treasure. Let Sora steal the Declaration of Independence. I will see your Con Air as best Jerry Bruckheimer film and raise you Rango. Did he do Rango? Uh, at least it, w- it was directed by Gore Verbinski, so I assume it was produced by <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. Like, have the two are the two of them even different people? Let me see. <laughs> I'm looking at a list of Jerry Bruckheimer films, um, and I do not see it. I was just talking about Rango the other day, and I was like, man, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, this was Rango was directed and produced by Gore Verbinski. So, so J- Bruckheimer, not in the picture. And that and that's why it's not the best Jerry Bruckheimer film. That's true. Um, Rango rules. Actually, it would be a great it would be a great Kingdom Hearts world, except that it's a Nickelodeon animated feature. Yes, that is an issue. I think you know. I was so the thing about Pirates of the Caribbean. I was never a huge fan of it when I was younger. Um, less so now, probably because I don't want to interact with Johnny Depp in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, but as I'm, I'm looking through this list of movies, and it's like. I don't think Jerry Bruckheimer tries to make good films. I don't, and I don't know if he ever succeeds. But he, it, it feels like all of the movies he makes are like exclusively about getting people to to buy a ticket and show show up. Um, and sometimes I mean, he good, does his job. Yeah, and I mean sometimes the movies are good. Uh, second best Jerry Bruckheimer film, Gone in sixty seconds, also starring Nicolas Cage. Um, oh yeah, that was a movie. <laughs> sure was. Wait, are you saying are you saying are you saying these movies are better than Bad Boys 2? I'm saying I haven't seen Bad Boys. Because Bad Boys 2 is it's pretty fucking rad. Anyway. Are you um, saying that Bad Boys 2 is better than Kangaroo Jack? Yes. Alright, that's not a same year. Both of those movies came out in 2003. I can't it's believe a good it. year for the Bruck. Yeah. Any, why are we Christ. doing this? The goof troop arrive at <laughs> Port Royal, which Port is the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Uh, they they do this bit where they all sort of collectively say one sentence, but it's uh, this place is kind of different, and I would say so. Um, there are men with guns are the bad guys instead of uh, cartoonish shadow creatures. Um, but right they away, they tone down all the color of the UI too, which I think is kind of funny because it yeah. It's too bright for this dark, well, gloomy world. Yeah, I mean, the models are toned down. I think it would look even more yeah. stupid <laughs> if they didn't. Um, but so they hear some 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 screaming, and they, they go downstairs. They're like, oh, it must be the Organization 13 or uh, the Heartless. But nope, it's just pirates. Um, and we see but Pete. But Pete is there. Pete is there. Large, cartoonish... What animal is he? He doesn't seem like to he's toned down at all. It looks like he is just just full on, full saturation <laughs> Pete. What animal is Pete supposed to be? That is an incredible question. <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's there. He's dog adjacent, right? He's I mean He's like a bulldog, right? I guess. I don't know. Get out of my <laughs> way. And that's the proof. Um so he's there <laughs> conversing with um Barbosa, and it's it's really interesting. From Pirates of the Caribbean, Jeffrey Rush's character for yeah, those the bad guy of the, of the first film, um, two thousand three, two thousand three film Pirates of the Caribbean. 
What's the subtitle? I was just looking at it. Curse of the Black Pearl or that's something. That's it. The Black Pearl isn't the thing with the curse in this film, though, so that's weird. Nope. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this conversation's really funny. Please tell me you have every line of it written down, because I don't. Pete says, Aztec treasure, eh? And Bar- Barbosa says, Aye, and thanks to the curse put on it, we are neither among the living nor the dead. Pete says, Really? Because you look like regular pirates to me. <laughs> I and love Barbosa that. Like, aye, we are neither alive nor dead. Well, golly. <laughs> <laughs> Barbosa, ah, but in the moonlight. And then a cloud moves away and the moon, the moon was behind a cloud and then the cloud moves away. We don't actually get a shot of the pirates, but we see Pete and he goes, whoa, now I get what you're saying. Well, if you see two doofuses and a brat holding the keyblade, steer clear. They've got a magic that don't belong in this world, and nobody knows what it'll do to you. Especially with those with the moon showing who you really are. Barbosa. A match for Barbosa, you say. Then Goof Troop arrive. And the cloud is back, so they're back. They, they just look like normal pirates. Why don't the pirates just fucking wait till the daytime? Is there, like, a plot reason for that? Are they, like, vampires, too? So... Uh, there is in the film because in the film it's not like they're weak when they're bite when they're spoiler alert for two minutes later when the cloud moves again they're skeleton Ooh. pirates um it's not like in the film when when their skeleton when their skeletonness is revealed they're they're suddenly weak but they are in this game <laughs> so they still need to follow the plot of the movie which takes place mostly at night. So, yeah. anyways, uh, so they get there, I guess. Uh, they they fight the pirates. Um, these men are just shooting guns at Sora and then Donald and Goofy. Yep. Um, children's game. Children's game. But they can't win. Sora yells, "It's no use!" Um, and then <laughs> uh, the moonlight shows back up, and now they're all spooky bones, and they uh, they can be beaten up. And then they murder real men by shattering their bones. <laughs> Yeah, they just like what what happens in the fiction because in 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 the Pirates of the Caribbean universe this wouldn't be possible because they're neither among the living so they can't die but they're not dead so they can't be dead or whatever. Schrodinger's pirate. What what is happening to them? Well, I think that's the I think they're explaining it away with that line from Pete where it's like, "Oh, they have the magic that like like the keyblade is special, I guess, or you could actually use magic um so they're just dead i guess they're just dead i don't know like it's just killing men (laughs) because when you beat them like you see like this the like poof instead of like a poof of darkness it's just like pieces of clothing and bone (laughs) oh it's it's bizarre i don't who thought this was a good idea was it jerry bruckheimer i don't i don't think the bruck had much to do with (laughs) kingdom hearts 2 (laughs) Anyways, um, after that happens, uh, Pete runs off, and Sora makes some comment about stealing a boat. I think he has a pirate fascination, which I don't know if that was... I think it was relevant in the first game. Yeah, there might have been some line here or there in Neverland. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I get progressively more skeptical of pirate narratives like every day. Um, but uh, anyways, they go into town... Because that's where the other pirates and Barbosa ran off. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they they go in there, 
Orlando Bloom is there, and he's like, what the fuck are these heartless things? It's funny that you say Orlando Bloom because for uh, every single one of these characters, with the exception of Jack Sparrow... I had to I had to like pause when I was writing my notes and the character would appear on screen. I would want to make sure I wrote it down. I would be like, "Okay, Kira Knightley. What the fuck was Kira Knightley's character's name?" In <laughs> well, that's the first thing Orlando Bloom yells is her name is is Elizabeth. And then with Orlando Bloom, it's like, was it was it Bill? No, that's his dad. There's no way he's just called Will. Like that's his dad's name. Hmm. Turns that's out he's whole, a junior. That's, that's a trick whole question. Plot point, wheels. Yeah. It's a it's a mystery. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so Orlando Bloom is like Legolas. Legolas is here. Like man, what the fuck are these heartless things? And Sora shows up with a large duck and dog, and is like, I'll take care of it. And he's like, All right, fine. <laughs> this is just my life now. Um, anime boy with key, and he runs off, and Sora beats the heartless. And it's like, hey, did you save the girl? And he's like, no, but you should help me do that. So sorry. But they're too late. They're too late. They go to the port, or the yeah, the port, the royal port. The dock. The dock. That's the word. And the boat's leaving, and we hear a really bad <laughs> impression from the distance. Yeah. Yell, the black pearl is nigh uncatchable. She's long gone. The Black Pearl is nigh uncatchable. Best find yourself another girl, mate. Yeah, and it's Jack Sparrow. I think the... I am actually very impressed by the Jeffrey Rush impersonator who's... who is voicing Barbosa. I think that mm-hmm. voice is, like, pretty good. The, the Johnny Depp one is, is a little, like... It's... it's, it's the, the voice isn't very off, but it's a little too low energy for the character. So yeah. it's just, like... And it's, it's, it's just, like... It's, like... Slightly stoned Jack Sparrow. <laughs> there's there's a couple moments like there's there's certain flourishes I think they try and do that just make it really really obvious. Like when he yeah. says "mate," I, it's like, "Ooh, that's the worst part." Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I actually don't think the Orlando Bloom is terrible either. Oh um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, th- of course they well Will asks uh Jack Sparrow to help go after. He says, no, there's nothing in it for me. And then he's like, but are you, so you're just going to do this entire boat thing by yourself? I'm pretty sure that doesn't work out very well. And he's like, fuck. Good point. <laughs> um, Jack Sparrow also does not mind the large duck or dog man. Um, just fine. You know, whatever. <clears throat> no big deal. Uh, he's seen weirder, presumably. Yeah, presumably. Um, he gets everyone's names. He recognizes the name Will Turner. Uh, he's, he's like, like you named after your dad? He's like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then we get a cutscene that I basically just didn't write anything down for, where Barbosa Ooh. explains the curse of the gold to Elizabeth. I did write it all down, but it's a lot. I don't think... I mean, I could. I mean, can you just summarize? I mean, the curse is like, hey, we stole this gold, and it's it, we're punished now for that shit, and we can't live or die. It's kind of dope as hell, but we don't like it. One of 882 identical pieces they delivered in a stone chest to Cortez himself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They stole it, and they're cursed now because they stole it, so they need to get all the pieces back and to spill the blood of everyone who stole pieces originally. um, We 
learn that Elizabeth calls herself Elizabeth Turner um, eventually. I'm not sure if it's now or it, later. It's, it's later. They, they do a poor job in this game of showing all of the setup that is involved in the film. So, like, l- later Elizabeth will be talking to Will and be like, it's just like when we, you know, when we found you, when you washed up on the, you know, on the boat. And it's like, oh, yeah, that wasn't mentioned at all. Yeah. That <laughs> like, didn't... so much of the stuff that they just say yeah. just goes for granted. But anyway. There's um, there's a a really unnecessary scene. There's a, there's so much in this world that's just like, hey, this would be cool to show off from the movie, right? Um, there's a lot of really bad quotes from Jack Sparrow recited. Um and the one that happens right now is uh, where Barbosa is like turns into a skeleton and then wastes a bunch of wine by drinking it and just sort of dribbles out over his ribcage. And the scene totally doesn't play because in the movie it works because there's like a Isn't lot it? of dramatic music. In this, he's just silently drinking a bottle <laughs> of wine that goes straight through his skeletal form. Isn't that the reveal in the film? Isn't like that's when we know? As that is the- correct. Yeah. So like it makes sense. Well, like we already know and it's just silent and there's like no one there because he's like walking away from elizabeth it's just dumb you'd best start believing in ghost stories miss turner for you see tonight you're in one yeah it was about as dramatic as that and then he drinks and then there's no music at all and then we cut back to the interceptor the boat on which goof troop jack sparrow and will turner are riding and Jack says that he has a compass that's going to port them to the Isla de Muerta, where Barbosa is heading. And he knows it because the Black Pearl used to be his own ship before Jack was mutinied by Barbosa and the crew, and that they got the treasure on their own after they marooned Jack on an island, and Jack wants his boat back. He doesn't care about the gold because he knows it's cursed. He just wants his boat. They get to the island, and Jack asks that goof troop guard the ship while jack and will run off they realize that they were just kind of uh tricked into doing the unimportant job and also realize that they've been gone a while so they they run after jack and will because they're worried well maybe they ran into heartless they're not used to fighting those so we should go in there and help there's like no heartless in this world (laughs) no there uh, yeah there are a few but not a lot yeah very little um but so they, we get that that cutscene with, uh, well, uh, Jack and Will catch up, but they're like hiding, and we get this cutscene where Barbosa's like, oh, we got all the gold, now I just need your blood, and it sort of uh, cuts there. We'll get the rest of it in a minute, but um, we cut back to Sora and we see Will and Elizabeth running away, um, and. Sora fights some pirates and he what is it he dances with the devil in the pale moonlight and then you got it I got it um and I don't know why that's a relevant re- I guess because moonlight's involved yeah I was like I was like moonlight that's it that's the thing that's my joke and then they go back to the ship and remember at the Oscars when they were reading um the best picture and they accidentally <laughs> said pirates of the Caribbean instead of moonlight <laughs> Incredible. This is our Oscar episode, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any more Oscar jokes. Anyways. Or Moonlight you... jokes. <laughs> I haven't seen that film either, and I don't really want to make jokes about it anyway. So That's true. Uh, <laughs> we, we get back to the boat, 
And Sora's like, hey, where's the other person you were with? Um, and then we get we go to a flashback, I guess, which I guess is Will explaining it to Sora. Yeah, the structure is weird, but I get why they do it because there's so much... Shit. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like a, so much events of Pirates of the Caribbean that they need to show you on screen that don't lend themselves to... You, you know, Kingdom Hearts battle scenes. So that's why yeah. they sort of split it up uh, one real time and then one in a flashback like a few minutes later so they can at least put some gameplay in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbosa's like, you know, the blood will be repaid to free us from this curse forever. And then, you know, Will is Will and Jack are watching from the side and Will wants to rush in, but Jack's like, nah, not yet. We have to wait for the opportune moment. And he and Jack sort of walks off to start doing his thing, but Will knocks him out with an oar because he's like, fuck you. I, I want I... top billing in this movie. <laughs> I wish I could hit Johnny Depp with an oar. Hey. Um, so this the scene plays out where Barbosa does the thing and he gets Elizabeth's blood and puts it on the medallion. Begun by blood. By blood undone. Sure. And... Uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to slowly feel alive. Why is nothing different? And then uh, he's like, wait a minute. You're, you're, you're a Turner, right? Was your dad Will Turner? And nope. she's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I had it like in my head that like she heard that was, she's had that last name because she was like married in. But then like later we figure out that she was just making shit up. Yeah, um, that's how it is in in pirates too well in the movie she doesn't want to reveal that she's the daughter of the the governor right that's what that's who she is i think she's the daughter of the governor so when she's asked her name she's like she just says the first name that last name that comes to her mind which is turner because of her 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 boyfriend there yeah so it makes even less sense when we don't get that backstory in this world yeah i have it written down that barboso wants timmy turner blood um, I, I got really attached to that joke. I guess I'm Captain Dimmodome of, <laughs> of the Seven Seas Dimmership. Uh, Dimmadang. So he, she like falls down. I think he throws her. Barbosa throws her aside or something, and a medallion just magically pops out of the um, out of the chest, and she grabs it and wills there, and it's like quietly let, let's run away, and they do. Um, and now we're back in the present. Yeah, uh, and they return to Port Royal, or they try to, um, and then we get that scene with Will and Elizabeth inside the boat, where it's like, why did you say my last name? And she's like, uh, no real reason, I guess. <laughs> she says, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, the, that fits. I'm pretty sure that's not the actual dialogue in the film. No. Anyway... Will asks where she got the medallion, and she says it's yours. From that day we found you drifting at sea, Will. After all this time, I thought I'd lost it. It was a gift from my father. He sent it to me. Elizabeth, I'm sorry. Will, why did you take it? Elizabeth, because I was afraid that you were a pirate. That would have been awful. Will. If I was a pirate, why would this have made me not a pirate when you took it Of course, don't you see? It wasn't your blood they needed. It was my father's blood. My blood. The blood of a pirate. The blood of Timmy Turner. The blood of Timmy Turner. Timmy is an average pirate. (laughs) Is it sad that when I think of that name, I don't think at all of the show, but I think of 
the designer freestyle Timmy Turner. He'd be wishing for a burner. What um what what is that? I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's a song. Um Okay. It was relevant like God, God how many years ago was that? I guess two now. I think it was like a twenty sixteen thing. Anyways. Uh <laughs> I took that year off. Okay. Um from everything. From from listening to, to rap music. Um Yep. Uh so yeah, let me catch up with my notes. Oh, uh, we cut to Jack Sparrow reciting some quotes from the movie really poorly, and I think that's all that happens in that scene. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't have anything else written down. Let me see. Yeah, we just see that that Jack is captured by Barbosa and crew, and he explains that that you know they're they're having like banter about how like how did you get off the island of Maroon? Do you want? And then the interceptor arrives, the ship that goof trooper on and then they start blasting it with cannons and they Go- fight some pirates that are boarding the interceptor Goofy says everyone hit the dick <laughs> and then they fight and then uh they win it's like we did it and then barbosa is just there and it's like ah but not really um and because there's more of them there's more of them um and he says give me that medallion or i kill these people next to me which is um Elizabeth and Jack, and but surprise, Will is also healed. He he fell off the boat. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. We forgot to mention that he just fell off the boat right yeah. before the battle happens because the party member you get for Port Royal is Jack Sparrow and not Will Turner, so Will Turner can never be in battles with yeah. you. So he falls off the boat and now he's there. And he's like, ah, surprise! I let them go, or else. And he points a gun, and Barbosa's like, you, you. Dumbass, idiot, bitch, I can't die. <laughs> and Will's like, yeah, but I can. And my name's Will Turner, and my dad was Bootstrap Bill Turner, which I guess that's, I guess we know that now. And I can die, so let them go, or else I do that thing. And you won't, you know, be cured of your curse. Yeah. And... So then he names his terms, which are to let let Elizabeth go and Sora and Donald and Goofy too, <laughs> which the, is the funny, which like the addition is of Goofy the funniest too. line reading in all of Kingdom Hearts to me. It's up there. It's it's absolutely up there. It's um, not only a weird line reading. It's a, it's it's a weird line reading of an already bad line because they already need to shoehorn in and Sora and Donald and Goofy too. But the way like. Goofy 2 becomes like weirdly musical like yeah and Sora and Donald and Goofy 2 <laughs> and also I, I think the idea that like he kept he was like done but then he was like oh but also Goofy <laughs> but not Jack <laughs> specifically not Jack and Barbosa's like all right sure but um we'll, we'll all leave it'll be fine but the heartless stay and then Pete's there <laughs> and there's heartless and they're all captured anyway and they put some exploding barrels on the interceptor and tie them all up below deck and then pete and the heartless leave and they're just gonna blow up the boat uh, but... will is not there will went with barbosa good point um it's not really addressed but it, you will realize he's not in the next scene um so jack's down there and he's like you know a good pirate knows when to when to surrender and when to give up and Sora's like what the fuck man <laughs> why and then he's like um but i'm not i'm not most pirates and he's like haha i've escaped 
then he frees his friends, and they, well, he frees Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Elizabeth, and they go topside, and they, they take care of the explosive barrels, and then they follow back to the gold again. They get back to the, I've written down as the, the treasure room, the room where the chest is and all the treasure is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is where I start writing Barbasol. <laughs> Barbasol. Um, yeah, where I was, says. I, I just wrote this line down as this time for real. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but before they can do that thing with, with the Timmy Turner blood, um, the pirate, the, the good guys rush in. It's like, they just all list their names. Awkwardly. Um, you skipped a thing where Sora says, Ahoy, treasure mateys. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad, is like, I'm glad I, I skipped like, that. I like it a lot because it's like, hey, remember Sora's like a child? <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Yeah, like this is all just a game for him and then like people get shot and killed in this scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, Donald also is like, we're here and we're pirates. And then... They all list their names. It's like Captain Jack Sparrow, Sora, Donald. Donald Duck! <laughs> and th- I think Goofy also, I think Goofy says Goofy too. He does. Because um, I, I think that's his last name now. Um, Goofy 2, the sequel to Goofy. <laughs> with exciting new features, like still has a shield. And Guck? Guck? So I think they just like skip a fight i don't think that was an editing thing in this video i think there just isn't a fight there yeah i think i i can only imagine it's because they 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 sick the pirates on everybody and i imagine they skip that fight because jack and barbasol are also in this room (laughs) right they don't want to call attention to the fact that jack isn't in like if they had a fight there they'd have to do the thing where it's like jack has left the party you're gonna be with goofy and donald again Mm -hmm. um and they don't want to show that because they want it to be a sort of reveal that he's fighting barbosa i guess Mm -hmm. so they just skip the fight altogether which is fine yeah we've murdered enough men (laughs) yeah and then so we get the cutscene of them fighting and then they're like hey jack what the fuck are you doing and he looks away and then he's uh stabbed by barbosa and he's like, oh, no, he's dead. And then he steps into the moonlight. It's like, haha, joke's on you. I'm bones. <laughs> he, like, uh, he does the the movie thing where he, like, flips the coin through his, his uh, phalanges. And Barbosa's like, well, this is not at all what I had planned on. So he says, show yourself, Pete. And he's just standing there. He's not, like, he's yep. not, like. <laughs> See, I told you you'd be needing old He's not, like, Pete. near a hiding spot. Or, like, he doesn't jump out. He's nope. just fucking there. Why hide when you're <laughs> with the great Why hide Pete? when no one's going to notice you're there anyway because no one gives a shit? Nope. So he summons a Heartless, and there's a fight. Um, so They fight Sorrow wins. Yeah. And um, Jack is like, you care to surrender or something? Um, all my pirate voices are the same, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he pulls a gun out, and Barbosa again, is like... Do you not understand the situation that we're in? Um, but uh, Jack throws the medallion really quick and then shoots. And then we see Will catch the medallion and then drop it in the chest. He drops two, even though in the Kingdom Hearts world, there is no narrative reason for him to have more than one on him, but he does. No, there is. Is there? Yeah, because there's his own, which needs to be returned. And then there's the one that Jack just took. Oh, okay, you're right. I had lost count. Um, yeah. Um, but then he does that, and then... Laugh while you can, Barbosa. 
<laughs> That's, I guess, my best Orlando Bloom. Not great. I was trying to think of a line from Lord of the Rings, but I could not think of uh, the real line. I instead thought of, um, have you what seen... What about fighting side by side with a friend? Have you seen um, Neil Cesariga's, uh what is it? Like where he lists off the plot and lore of the Lord of the Rings films? I have not. He changes all the names and everything. Like every line <laughs> is like slightly wrong. Um, progressively more so. But what I thought of was, they're taking the homeboys to laser tag. Because um, that, that sticks in my head. Also, <laughs> he gives Legolas the name Legalize Greenleaf. Which is also very good. Those are good videos. Um, that's now two different Neil C. Siriga things I've mentioned in this episode. He's great. He's in good. General. He's talented person. Um, anyway, so Jack successfully murdered uh, the man. Um, and they go outside, and uh, the Black Pearl is now Jack's again. We didn't mention that Pete ran off a while ago. Oh yeah, I guess Pete's gone. Again, I just I don't I don't think about Pete ever. Um, Donald tells uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, "Remember to be good." And I think they just act like that didn't happen. Uh, yep, Jack says I'm off, and then Elizabeth and Will hug, and Sora says, good for them. And Goofy says, uh uh-huh. hey Sora, how come your face is all red? And Sora says, what, it is not red? Donald, I know who you're thinking about! And then they laugh at him, because <laughs> the boy is thinking about the girl. <laughs> um, oh, man. I think... I yeah. cut Kingdom Hearts a lot of slack because I just reject these things from my mind. Like, I don't <laughs> acknowledge yeah. them when they happen. But anyways, the compass that Jack has starts to glow, and Sora does the thing that he does every world. The gate is opened. Yeah, there's a... what The one last line is, um, they were worried that Donald was going to succumb to the curse of the gold. And then I pictured Donald Duck swimming in the medallions like Scrooge. Oh, that's good. And we're done. We did it. <laughs> We did it. Uh, I think Aladdin is next. I think Agrabah is our next stop. It's either that or Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm not sure where our <laughs> intrepid monkey decides to head. But yeah, yeah. I um, I, th- I think it's Agrabah just from what I was looking at. But it doesn't matter. Wheels, where are you on the internet? Twitter.com slash the Travis W. And I do a podcast called Very Random Encounters where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as many things as possible. That's it. I just caught up with um, your current season. You liking it? Yeah, it's good. I like, um, I actually really like how just like, it's just the things that are happening are like not at all what you would expect. It's like some adventure campaign, specifically the, the, the dedication to building a racetrack <laughs> has been yep. very, very, very sometimes, interesting. Sometimes the players do some things where you're like, <laughs> I didn't think they would actually, I'll put that out there. They're not actually going to. Oh god, they're actually do all right. I guess they're spending their time building a racetrack. <laughs> it's good. I like it. Um What about you? Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, spelled ghost of J O. Um that's also my website, ghostofjoe.com. I write about video games sometimes. I have a new show that I'm gonna plug, uh, called Objectively Good, where Nick and I, Nick Clay, you might remember him from the uh, answer report at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 um, and we do a show where we pick things in video games and then talk about the th- games that we think do those things really well. Our first episode was uh, favorite intro sections and 
I think the week that this episode goes up, our second episode will be up that Thursday, which is side quests. I talk about Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion um, a lot. And I had a lot of fun listening to your 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 first episode. I thought objectively good was really fun. Listen, you two make a good show. Thanks. Um, you actually you were there when I streamed Oblivion like two hundred years ago. I that, was. That was why. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, you can listen to that. It's called Objectively Good. You can just search that on your your app of choice. Um, and that's all I'm going to plug this week. You can find uh, this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. Our pinned tweet will link you to our Discord server. It's good. Uh, you can email us at gotitmemorized at gmail.com. If you don't use Twitter or Discord but you want to get a hold of us, you can also review us. On uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, etc. Thanks. Our theme music is a remix. A, a, a remix. Our theme music. A final remix. Is is a 1.5 HD remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day. And have we been remembering to put the link to it in the description of the episodes? Yes. Okay, is. good. It's always uh, in the description. Yeah, it, the link never... is in the description, and you should listen to the full thing because it's very good. It is good, courtesy of you Game Chops. You should Chops. buy it too. This, it's, a, <laughs> it's a great song that you should purchase. Purchase this music, please. That's it. Wheels, where, where have we been? We've been a couple places today. That was mostly Port Royal. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. We were together. I'm Joe, and I write about games. I'm Nick, and I write about games. And this is Objectively Good, a podcast about games. Uh, Video games? What what kind of video games? Only the objectively good ones. The objectively goodest. (laughs) This is a show where Joe and I take a topic within the realm of video games, be it, what's your favorite baseball in a video (laughs) game? And we turn it into an episode of a podcast. My favorite baseball in a video game is Twilight Seen It. Yeah. <laughs> so every other week, we, we show up, we talk about what we're playing at the moment, and then we get into our topic, and we we bring a couple games to the table, but we have one main pick that we focus on each. These games aren't necessarily our favorite games, so much as we're really focusing on the topic of the week. These are games that have good within them. Because every game has good within them. That's not true at all, but... <laughs> Most games do. And it's it, it's very special. I think we, we really get into, like, the things that games make us feel. Objectively good. A, a show about what makes games good. Check it out on iTunes.com slash biz. <laughs>